My name is Angela. My name is Nicole. And welcome to the Oministich Podcast. Hello, Stitchers! Hey! Welcome to another amazing episode of the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Amazing! Amazing! Take a stitch. Take like several because we've said it like three times now. (laughs) Just keep stitching. Take as many stitches as you want. Yeah! (laughs) We won't judge. We promise. I'm sure we're taking stitches too. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome back everybody for part trois. Or de trois. Part three. Tres. Uh, tres. How many other languages can we do it? San. Itini san. Tria. Yeah. That uh, was. Isa dalawa. Tatlo. Tagalog. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's the only reason why I, I know it. is because I get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's counting yep. in Tagal- Tagalog. Tagalog. Yep. <laughs> you better come here. Okay. Oh, I love it. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, we're on our road trip. <laughs> on our road trip across road trip. the U.S. We Road end- trip in across the U.S. Last time we ended in what, Virginia? Uh, South Carolina. South Carolina. So, yeah, we're going to continue from there on. And Georgia, Georgia. I know that's the first one because I, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to continue through the South a little bit and then mm-hmm. snake our way back up. That's right. We are snaking our way through the USA. Come join us. I'm Does so like a little line? That's so cute. It's like a little slogan. <laughs> oh, we can put it on a jacket. Snaking our way in the world today takes everything you got. Uh. <laughs> We're not oh, hopped up on my coffee. Gosh. So much coffee. So it. much fun time and friendship, though. I love Aww. I love recording days. I love when I get to see my Nicole. You guys, it makes my heart so happy. You're so sweet. Aww. I love it, too. This is one of my favorite times. Yeah. So we yeah. were just out playing with the alpaca, too. <laughs> <laughs> They're goofy. And They're animals. so funny. They're so funny. It's like with, when you go to petting zoos, right? I don't. Maybe this is like not the same as other farms, I'm guessing. But like sheep and goats, they, they, they'll let you touch them. Yeah. yeah. Your alpaca is like, nope. Yeah. Like you can get close to them and they will maybe sniff you. They'll sniff you. And then <laughs> and they're like, I don't want you to touch and me. And then they're like, don't get touch away. me. Get away. Yeah. And then you turn your back. They're like, where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you turn your back on them, then they follow you. Yeah. And they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Where are you going? Where are you going? And you turn around like, don't no. touch me. No. <laughs> so dramatic. I love them. They're so cute. They are so cute. Uh, should we dive into our stitches? Yes. Okay. What's got you in stitches? I this think week? we have a theme. We have a theme. Yeah. We're staying with animals here. <laughs> we, we both have kind of the same stitch. I think so. So this was just the other day. And I'm sure if you've listened to us before, I live out in the mountain where it's like pretty wilderness. I've seen lots of fun things. I've even seen a bobcat that my husband didn't believe me. Ooh. Yeah. He, he was jumping around. He's like, I don't believe you. Then I think he saw it. And it was in, the, it was in our neighbor's yard. And I was like, yep, there's a bobcat. So it was nighttime. I was taking Miles out with my dog. Uh, to go potty and then I hear someone yelling outside and I was like what what and I stopped talking I like I stopped in my tracks and then I didn't hear anything so I start moving again mm-hmm. and they're like did you hear me and she's yelling at me oh oh and I was like well no 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 what I'm so I'm so sorry I didn't hear you she goes a coyote just ran by your house <gasps> <laughs> and I was 
like, what? She's like, yeah, I don't think you want to go in your backyard. It ran from my house because she lives right across the street. Uh-huh. She, it comes through their yard all the time. Oh. And uh-huh. it ran across and she was shooing it because she's putting her garbage cans out. Yeah. And she's shooing it. And we have this like little tiny reservoir between my other neighbor and uh-huh. myself. And that's their path. They like to take, <gasps> take that reservoir. And they go all the way up the hill because oh, we live gosh. right up against a big hill. Yeah, you do. And yeah, so it just ran up and that's what it goes. She's like, I don't think you want, it's really big. And I was like, oh, oh I was like, I'm sorry, Miles. Okay, <laughs> so I ran. Like, I, I like, would sacrifice you, Miles. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, no, no, I wouldn't. But I started putting my trash cans out. So I was to talk to her. She was really sweet. She's. Uh, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not ignoring you. I just didn't hear anything. I just kind of walked out oblivious. You know? Yeah. So in your own little world, in my little world, that's, that's me. <laughs> yep. And then I ran, I walked back inside to, after my trash cans. I was like, you're going to go take out miles now to my husband. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's like, okay, I'll take a flashlight. So he went back there. He's gone. I mean, they're, yeah. they're in our area. Knock on wood. Thankfully, they're not like mean and they're not trying to, you know, attack there us. have been some crazy coyote attacks though. Yes. In Southern California. Yes. I've seen them kind all of close over. to our area. Yes. Kind I've seen them take live. dogs all like on videos. It's creepy, but Thankfully, like I said, knock on wood, they've been pretty cool around our areas. So, yeah. So that was Going a little after the scary. bunnies in the hills. Yeah, we have yeah. tons of bunnies. We have bunnies. We have lizards. We have a lot of little creatures. Quail. Yeah, quail too. Quail. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was a little creepy. Oh. <laughs> so no coyotes. They're yeah. Like I said, hopefully they stay away from us and they're just chilling. They're just walking through our yard, but you know. Yeah. So I'm going to pick up on Nicole's theme and carry on with the coyote thing because we get a lot of coyotes here too. Yeah. And she actually saw one on her way in today. It was walked. It just like ran across the street in front of me. We have some big ones. You do. So we have a, a pack we had a pack yesterday I think it was yesterday that I texted you and I was like there are five, four coyotes in my yard this morning yeah. they weren't in my yard they're in our neighbor behind us so luckily really knock on wood yes. they haven't figured out how to get onto our property oh, we're good. completely fenced in and if the gate is open they could get in through the gate and I think that's how they got in in the past with the previous owners of the farm. Right. Um, Cause they have lost a few chickens and, and stuff along the way. It's Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah. I thought you said Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> what? Okay. Portuguese. Okay. Sure. Sure. No, but yeah, they've, you know, they, they lost a few animals and some ducks and oh, you no. know, along the way. Ducks. So we keep our Aww. gates closed because yes, we don't want to let any other animals in. No. I mean, We're after a big hawk, thing oh that my god i mean yeah. that came out of the air so you yeah know, but yeah you don't want anything on the land coming in so right right and so they haven't figured out how to get in our yard but they do our the back of our property butts up against a horse arena because mm-hmm. there's a boarding facility that's on right. the other side of our fence so a lot of people a lot of horses which is really fun the alpaca love the horses they like to run the fence line Aww, with them and cute. play with them it's really cute Besties. but the alpaca the alpaca the horses the, <laughs> the coyote oh. will come onto that property because it's not that it's like a 10 acre property it's not fully fenced in mm. and they have like bunch of hillsides and stuff and so um we'll get big packs of coyote that will come into that area and go to the horse arena and just kind of stare at the alpaca and what the oh, alpaca do is drooling <laughs> yes the alpaca herd up to look like a big oh. mass of an mm-hmm. animal and then one of them will give a battle cry, which is hilarious. So this is this is the alpaca battle cry. Most of the time when they talk, they go, hmm, right. Hmm. That's how they talk. Sometimes, though, when they're giving a battle cry and I'm going to back off the mic because I'm going to do it kind of loud. They <laughs> yes. Go, yeah! 
like Xena. It's so fun. What's is up? Xena warrior princess? Yes. Oh, if one of them has a girl, I'm going to call her Xena. Beautiful. That's you awesome. Better. Okay. So yeah. So they'll give a battle cry and it's just kind of like an alarm to say, hey, there's yeah. something in here. And Alpaca are sweet. Their defenses are they can wrestle with their neck. Yeah. <laughs> Strong necks. Strong okay. necks. That's how they kind of wrestle each other over food. Okay. They can spit on you. Yeah. That's not fun. That's, that's just not a, fun. This is not a fun thing. Yeah. Or when uh, an, an animal comes around and they feel like threatened by it or they're going to be attacked, they stomp and Ooh. they stomp and kick and yeah they have sharp nails I they, saw they that. do have they do have nails like yeah. like a dogs have toenails that mm-hmm. kind of a thing and they are you know pretty thick um but that's their defense they aren't that heavy like they're about 120 pounds to 130 pounds really? they look heavier because of all their, the wool all the, or all the fleece. fluff yeah, yeah. yeah but they aren't heavy and so i've actually been kicked by our new one pepper oh because no <laughs> I was I was trying to get her her um, harness on her and she didn't want to be harnessed. Like, no. And so she kicked me and I was like, really? That's your <laughs> kick? That's all you got? There wasn't a lot of power. Oh, good. So, I mean, I, I assume that if a lot of them are together and they're really determined, they could, you know, maybe hurt, hurt you hurt somebody. if they're together yeah but oh my gosh but oh, scary like, to think about a big like pack of coyotes, coyotes no they're going to get these girls smart, yeah. if they can figure out how to get on our property no. so every time we see coyote i grab my baseball bat and i run out there i'm like get out of here coyote and i yell at them Good mama. And, they, and they run away <laughs> and the alpaca are like going, ah! <laughs> it's so fun it's not fun it's scary it's but scary. yeah i don't like the coyote and then so i keep my we don't let our dog out when it's dark outside, we of try course. to keep her, yeah. keep her in because we don't want the coyote to be encouraged. But speaking of ominous things, uh-huh. and this kind of goes with coyote thing, because I don't know what other animal, where this came from. But I was feeding the alpaca this morning and there were definitely coyote walking around. So I'm yelling at them and they leave. They don't stay. They, they just kind of pass through. Right. But there was a bone in their water and it was like a big animal bone. And there was definitely like a round part that looked like a socket. And it was definitely chewed because you could, you know, see through the marrow and stuff. And so I'm like, what is this bone? Why is it in my alpaca's water? Okay. What happened? You so, told me this earlier, right? Yes. But now hearing this whole thing about your farm, how did it get in? I don't know. That's creepy. Right? So I'm like, so we it have be coyote. It, could be, it can't be coyote. It could be like a hawk. It could maybe. have been a coyote kill. But a, how did it get into your water bowl? I'm thinking, well, the cat, so Shadow, our black oh, cat, okay. uses their water all the time. Oh. He's always out there drinking out of the pocket. So I'm like, did he put the bone in yeah. the water? Did he carry it? It's It was a heavy bone and it seemed big, but maybe he could have done it. Okay, here's another theory. Yeah. Have you ever seen raccoon on your property? I haven't seen raccoons. Okay. We have bunnies. Oh, okay. And we have we have hawks. We have birds of prey. Right, we right. have owls and stuff. But they wouldn't... I don't... They, I, they, I feel like it would have been too heavy for them to carry. I just... I've heard raccoons wash their food. Oh. <laughs> That's what I'm like. It could have been. Maybe it was in the water bowl. Maybe. I oh. haven't seen a raccoon, but I wouldn't put it past the raccoon. Okay. But, oh, that was so creepy to see a bone I in would the water out. today. I'd be like, nope, I'm not doing anything today. <laughs> I'm not like, going outside. <laughs> uh, no, I have the opposite response because I'm such a mama for my alpacas. Where is I'm this like, from? Yeah, I, I want to be out there guarding them all day. Oh. Like, don't touch my alpaca. Leave them alone. That is pretty creepy, though. Right? To find a piece of bone. Ominous. Human Very bone? good. Oh, no, no, no. No, <laughs> no I hope not. 
I hope not. I, I think it was like a... Did you throw it away? Yes. We can go look at it afterwards. He should have like put it in a bag. Be like, if I knew a, a, a teacher or a scientist, uh huh. can you analyze this? Well, we can get it out of the trash because it's the only thing in the <laughs> trash can right now. Dig in we have Well, the trash was taken yesterday. So okay. it's the only thing in the trash right now. So we can go pull it out and look at it. Gross. Oh, no. <laughs> We can only speculate, oh. but that's pretty creepy. Yeah. I hope it wasn't something. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. It's hard to think. If you guys think, you know, <laughs> tell us. Maybe we'll dig it out and post it on our socials so picture. you guys can see Ooh. it. <laughs> and let us know what, what kind of animal you think any, it is. Any bone doctors out oh. there. <laughs> and how it got on my property and in yeah, my that's sweet girl's creepy. water. Sorry. It's okay. Now they're drinking bone water. It's oh, probably good for them though. Calcium. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I have. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm tangent, but there's this stuff I have to put into my plants. I have an indoor plant uh-huh. that has um, its leaves turn brown around the edges. Uh-huh. And I read that you're supposed to put this like uh, bone like, meal, fish bones. Yeah. yeah. Like fos- yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it stinks, but I, it like helps the plant. I'm like, yeah. dude, it needs bones. Yeah. Crazy. That is huh? so cool. Yeah. Nature. If you need some alpaca poop for your plants to fertilize, <laughs> so I can them, I make, a lot. make my indoor plant smell just as good. Does it yeah. smell good? It's fine. It doesn't smell. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you, you would, I would say, turn it into an alpaca tea. So you would just take a few pellets, soak them in water overnight outside, just do it outside, and then pour it into a spray bottle or something, and then just you know. Yeah. When she said alpaca tea. <laughs> alpaca like, tea that's what they call it am i drinking that no <laughs> you don't drink it no you take you take their pellets which they call beans isn't drink. that cute yeah. they call it beans <laughs> alpaca beans because i do look like little beans they look like little they beans. look like rabbit poop but bigger yeah 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 that's really funny yeah but it's an incredible fertilizer i can't wait to start using it around the farm <laughs> it's it's ready it takes so i think gross. you're supposed to let it dry out for about three months we've oh, had okay. the girls for two so we should be pretty good on on uh, the first <laughs> rounds of droppings and getting that ready to go. Isn't it funny? Like if someone tuned in for their first time and they're like, oh, I want this crochet <laughs> pattern. I want to talk about spooky things. No, y'all going to get poop. You get alpaca poop. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is how we roll on the Almond Stitch podcast. Oh, and it's like bounces around. <laughs> if you know us now. But that's cool. But I do want to get stitching because you got a cool pattern that <gasps> like something that I've been working on forever. Yeah, this is kind of what started the whole me and Nicole hanging out that's and right. crocheting. So let's get stitching. Yeah. Okay, stitchers. So this stitch that we're going to talk about today is the first thing that Nicole and I started working on and way back. And we ha- she hasn't finished hers. <laughs> she I finished has mine, hers, yeah. but I was a lot further along yeah. when, when we started it. So it's a blanket pattern. And I'm going to share with you guys where I got this. This is Lana. Oh, sorry. Lana's E Ovios.com. I'm going to spell it for you guys. L-A-N-A-S-Y-O-V-I-L-L-O-S.com. Lanaseovios.com. And she has this, first of all, I love her accent. I love her accent. It's so good. And I love the way that she <laughs> says chart because she says chart. <laughs> so, you know, it's very, It. I had to tell I'm Nicole the first time. No, I know, I know, but it's so cute. 
So this is the Fox Blanket Mosaic Crochet. And I have this blanket. It is always out in my house. It's so cool. It's so cool. And it's a display blanket. It is always out in my house. And we'll obviously post pictures of it on on uh, all of our social media so you guys can see it. How long, okay, how long did it take you to finish? Well, it doesn't get big fast. So it takes a while because right. you're only going about a single crochet in height each row. So it takes a really long time. So it takes a long time. That's why I haven't finished it. <laughs> but it's it's fun. It is and, really cool. And when you're doing mosaic crochet, which we're going to talk a little bit about the method of mosaic crochet. When you're doing mosaic crochet, you do have to count. There is a chart that you have to follow. Mm -hmm. But this is a pretty simple pattern. It's 11. It's multiples of 11. And then you're just kind of adding two or taking off two for each row. Mm -hmm. So you don't necessarily have to count once you get the pattern down. You can just kind of follow. Oh, this is where I have two less here and I have two more here or mm -hmm. whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So you'll see when I share the pattern. You can go to lanaseovios.com and it's the Fox Blanket Mosaic Crochet. She does have a YouTube tutorial on how to make it. So you can watch her YouTube tutorial. She also has the chart for you to follow. Which is handy. Which is very handy. And that, that chart is free on her website. So you can look at that chart. Once you understand the method mm -hmm. of the mosaic crochet, you can just follow this chart and go to town and have a good time. Go to town. But I love mosaic crochet. There are so many projects that I want to do with mosaic crochet. It is a one-sided pattern. So it'd be really cool for, again, like pillows. It's not a double-sided blanket. <laughs> um, you can do sweaters with it. How mm. fun would that be? I would love to see this in a, in in a, sweater. a sweater. Wouldn't that, that would be, be really pretty? Cool. Oh, we should do that. Yeah. <gasps> Another project. Okay. I know. I have so many projects. <laughs> so many projects. So what this... This particular, so let's talk about the method of mosaic crochet yes, first. Please. So basically every single row you are changing colors. That's right. Every single row you're changing colors. So you're only working front side. You're never working back side. You're always working front side. So you're going to chain for this particular blanket. It's multiples of 11. The pattern repeats after 22. So you want to make sure that you go 22, 44, 66. <laughs> Is my math good? 88. <laughs> you did you great. Know, you did 22. Great. And then one for the turn because you're going to single crochet your way all the way back to that to start the second row. And basically what you're doing when you're looking at the chart, you are looking at which ones you're going to bring that color forward and which ones you're going to send that color back. That's right. Okay. So you're either working in the front loop or in the back loop of the row below of your single crochet. If you're working in the front loop, you are double crocheting because that's the color that you're bringing front. If you're working in the back loop, you are single crocheting because you're sending that color to the back, mm -hmm. okay? And so when it's a color that comes to the front and you'll follow the chart, it will have an X and that's the color that, that you bring to the front and you're doing a double crochet, you are reaching down to the row below and picking up that front loop because there was a single crochet that's going to the back, mm -hmm. right? So you're gonna go down to the row below. When you're doing the double, or I'm sorry, the single crochet, it's the back loop of that 
single crochet of the crochet row that you worked before. Does that make sense? You aren't diving down when you're doing the row that was before it. Right. Yes. So because it's a double crochet, it comes to the height of a single crochet. So that's why every row is working the single crochet. Mm -hmm. So when you're single crocheting, you're single crocheting into the, the row that you just worked in the back loop. When you're double crocheting, you're double crocheting the row before that one into the front loop Mm -hmm. that is in the front there. And that color is coming forward and you're sending the single crochet colors back. Right. Makes sense? Yes. Okay. Back and forth. Back and forth, back and forth. But you're always looking at the front, not the back. Yes. You're always working in the front. Right. Right. And this fox blanket pattern is basically a chevron pattern. And I don't know why it's a fox. I guess it kind of looks like a fox, but that's because she used the orange, I think. Yeah, she, yeah, because she uses like an orange and a cream. Mine is like a a pepper. (laughs) I'm going to call it a pepper. Gray brown. It's not, it's, yeah. So there's, there's like a charcoal color and then there is a buff color that has that charcoal Mm -hmm. color specked into it, if that makes sense. It does. And when you finish the project that you're working on, you're going to have cut ends because every single row is a different color. So every single end is a cut in. Now I think it's pretty. So I left mine raw. That's also, true. I'm lazy and I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do borders. Yeah. But the best way to do the borders is not sew it in. You can leave it raw. If you cut the strings all even, it looks pretty it looks cool. Really cool. It just looks like fringe. Yeah. Or what um, a lot of people suggest doing is you do a double-sided border. So that means that you will do a, a single crochet stitch that goes through the back and to the front. So you're crocheting on top of it, mm-hmm. right? Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're going to crochet on top of it. So you'll have one loop in the back and two loops in the front. Mm. And then you'll do um, on the front side, you'll do like three rows of double crochet and then you'll wrap it around and do three rows of double crochet and hook it into that back loop. So it kind of wraps it around. Does that make yeah. sense? So, so it's it a hides. double border yeah. and it will hide all of your cut ends inside that border. So she'll show you how to do that if you watch this YouTube video for the the fox blanket. She goes through everything on there on how to get it started. But mosaic crochet is a really fun way of crocheting. And it's pretty simple once you understand the concept of it. You're either sending a color to the front, which is going to be a double crochet in the front loop, or you're putting the color in the back, which is going to be a single crochet in the back loop, Mm -hmm. right? Right. And then you alternate colors every single row. And because you're alternating colors every single row. Is it the front loop or in this project, is it the front post? Loop. Loop, okay. Yes, you're either crocheting in the front loop of the row below, or two rows below. I'm sorry, front loop of two rows below, Mm -hmm. or you're crocheting into the back loop. That's right. Of the row below. Got it. Yeah. Because I'm trying to think. Of, it's been so long since I've touched my project. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I can't remember. My gosh. Okay. Yeah. And you're, and this one's always counting to 11. So it's multiples 11. So you'll be 11 front loops, 11 back loops, 11 front loops, 11 back loops, right. back loops. And then you change colors. And the next row is nine front loops. And then two in the back. Yeah. And then two two in the back for that multiple of 11. Right. And then it will be the reverse of that yeah. the other way. Yeah. That's what always threw me Nine off. Nine in the back and then, yeah. You guys should have seen me. I was like, 
Angela, did I do this right? And I remember one time she's like, no, not this one, but that's okay. We'll fix it. She yeah. fixes it for me. I'm like, I don't know what you did. <laughs> You're like, why can't I count to 11? <laughs> I can't count. But it's really cool when it's when you start working on it. And it, like she said, it does take a while. I just remember that. Like you can't see it moving until you get at least a few rows and then you see it and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. This pattern repeats, I think after, well, her chart goes up 26 rows. There you go. And then you just, you know, keep building from there. You can keep going as, as high as you want. Yeah. But yeah. It's really pretty. Yeah. Mosaic crochet. It's fun. I can't wait to do more mosaic crochet projects because I love that technique. I think it's really cool. It looks like weaving. You can do all kinds of pictures that way. You can, you have a lot more flexibility. Yeah. With and it's a thick blanket because right. it, you're basically kind of doubling up on top of the row below right so it's nice and warm there's not a lot of holes or spaces in it so it's cool and like my shell pattern <laughs> <laughs> light and shell blanket yeah. this is really cool yeah so if you've done a mosaic that's not this fox one or something different, tell us and show us. Please. Yes, send us your pictures. Yeah. You can always email us we, at the <laughs> ominous stitch at gmail.com. We would love it. Or post any of your pictures on our social because we want to see the projects that you guys are doing. I, we follow some of you on, on social. We follow you. <laughs> we stalk you just like you stalk <laughs> us. And we know you guys are doing some really cool things. Like I, there's so many projects that I see you guys doing that I want to do. Yep. Maybe we should start featuring those oh we'll, we'll contact you guys and see if we can get permission to to feature some of your projects and we'll try our hands at them oh, oh that'd be fun fail. angela would do great <laughs> <laughs> i just have to have the time to do it Ugh, all the time. time oh man we always need time always. speaking of time is it time for story time yes it's story time <laughs> Yay. As Angela said and saying, we start in Georgia today. Georgia, Georgia, the whole day through or night through. I'm messing up the words. Yeah. Don't come at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> we want to drive at night, though, because that's when the spooky times happen oh, anyway. Spooky times. Right? So what's going down in Georgia? In Georgia. The, devil, the, devil, the devil went down devil to Georgia. Went, oh, my gosh. That's a fun song. Okay. In the small town of Brooklet, Georgia, where they celebrate the annual Brooklet Peanut Festival and host historical reenactments of the Civil War, we have a creepy railroad bed road, also Ooh. known as Ghost Road. <gasps> Ghost Road. And another website, it was called Robertson Road. I'm not sure if that's accurate, but we're going to call it Ghost Road. Yeah, that's way more fun. Yeah, it is. This small stretch of a road, it's less than a mile long, Ooh. was supposedly an old railroad track. Oh. The legend is that a man was decapitated by a train there. <gasps> no. No. But in his afterlife, he still searches for his missing head. Oh, where's my head? It's like the ghost. It's like a Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Yeah. yeah. And he's yeah, got yeah, the, yeah. his head in a little yeah. thing. In the there. lantern yep. thing. Yep. Yeah. Many who visit this road claim to see a headless ghost wandering around. <gasps> yeah. Some even see the ghost digging a ditch in the middle of the night. Ooh. And this is either him digging his grave or digging up a buried human head. <laughs> What's creepy is if the ghost spots you. 
Uh-huh. It will approach your car in anger, but <gasps> then vanishes before it reaches you. But he doesn't have a head. How he does he spot you? I don't know. <laughs> he can sense your presence. That's true. Yeah. It's the afterlife. You can do whatever you want. That's true. There you go. You don't need eyes. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you just got your spirit. Yeah. Most claim to see a light in the distance on the road when no one is around. Mm. Filmmaker Jason Martin actually released a movie about the old ghost road in September of 2022. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. It's on okay. YouTube. Oh, oh, yeah. we should watch it. Yeah, because him and his brother saw a bright white light in his youth. Oh. Yeah, it has taken him over 20 years to complete the documentary about the legend of Old Ghost Road. Like I said, the movie is now free on YouTube. Yeah. While Martin witnessed a white light, most say they see an orange or red light on the road. Ooh. Yeah. What's even creepier to me? Uh-huh. At the end of the road, there's supposedly a small cemetery. <gasps> Yeah. People who visit the street have heard and even seen ghost dogs trying <gasps> to dig up graves. Ghost dogs? Yeah. Oh. Supposedly, it's their owner's graves. Oh, 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 my heart. Right? That would so be your dog. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. That's my dog. This Her morning. dog is so attached to her. He's so obsessed with her. It's like it, it, even when my husband's home trying to like give him love, he's like, nope, I he's want like, my no, mom. I want my mom. I need my mommy. Yes. You guys, we watched him while they went away for Christmas. And so we had him for about nine or 10 days, something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he was happy. He enjoyed spending time with my dog, Rosie. He enjoyed his time on the farm. He was a good dog. He He's bonded dog. with my kids. But the second he saw Nicole, <laughs> he climbed up on her lap. It's like trying to and, get on me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just the way that he looked at her and she looked at him. It's so... <laughs> He's my dog. I know. He's, He's so your definitely dog. definitely my dog. But there you go. So, yeah, ghost doggies. Oh, ghost dogs. It was very sweet, huh? Yeah. Okay, we're going to leave Georgia now. Okay. This one uh -huh. may be my favorite this, this episode. Oh, we'll see. We go to yeah. Florida. Florida. Where I was born. Oh, yeah. Florida. I believe we come to our first interstate that has a very well-known haunted section Ooh. if you live in Florida. A quarter-mile patch of the I-4 north of Orlando, Florida hey, hey. has a pretty ominous history. Uh-oh. This area passes over the St. Johns River in Seminole County as you make your way between Daytona and Orlando. The area used to be just wilderness and a sand road and said to be equipped with a hand-operated river ferry. Then in 1886, a railroad station was built and Henry Sanford owned the land at this point. He wanted to help the Roman Catholic Church to build a colony there and they would name it St. Joseph's Colony. He found four German immigrant families who agreed to move and live there and found Felix Swemberg, a Catholic priest, to oversee the settlement. But soon after the, these families arrived, an outbreak of yellow fever took place in 1887. Oh, no. And wiped out four members of one immigrant family. Uh. Father Swemberg was in Tampa at this point, helping others who were hit with the yellow fever epidemic. So the deceased family of four were moved to the woods in fear that the fever was contagious. Uh-oh. One website claims the bodies were even burned in the woods, but one says they were just buried. Mm -hmm. Either way, Father Swemberg was supposed to return to perform the last rites of the buried victims. Uh-huh. 
But alas, he succumbed to yellow fever in Tampa <gasps> no. and also died. Oh. By 1890, St. Joseph's Colony evolved into the rural town of Lake Monroe, which was after the local lake. Mm-hmm. D.V. Warren purchased the land for farming, but made sure not to touch the small cemetery that was there. Okay, good. That's smart. Yeah. Good job. Yes. Don't disturb don't, the dead. Don't touch them. If you learned anything from Poltergeist. <laughs> That's a very good learning movie. Yes. Don't build <laughs> on top of a cemetery. Don't you touch them. In 1905, the land was then purchased by Albert S. Hawkins, and by then the wooden markers that exhibited the names of the family were erased by nature and looked like a small, desolated island amidst the cultivated farmland. Uh-oh. From here. <laughs> I see no good coming of this. <laughs> nope. Hawkins leased his land to other farmers, but warned them not to touch or mess with the small burial site. Yet the story goes that one farmer ignored his message. Of course. Yep. And attempted to remove the wire fence that surrounded the graves. That same day, his house mysteriously burned down. <gasps> Whoa. Then <laughs> even Hawkins himself didn't listen to his own warning. Uh, or, what? or this happened after he told other farmers. Either way, the timeline is really obscure. What we know is that Hawkins tried removing the rotting wooden markers on the graves themselves. Oh, no. Then a home that he had on the edge of that field also burned down. Dude, don't His, touch the don't dead, touch man. His wife was convinced that the fire was not a coincidence. Uh-huh. So rather a result of the grave markers. So Hawkins replaced the markers soon after. Okay, good, back. good job. Hawkins did rebuild his house in that same spot. Okay. However, his new home seemed to experience very strange things. Uh-oh. Yeah. He noted that a small rocking chair would start to rock <gasps> all on its own. <laughs> and that his children's toys would move on their own. Oh, no. Just like Walter oh, no. Right? Yes. Neighbors reported to Hawkins that they had seen strange lights around the gravesite at night at the same time. Dude. <laughs> In the early 1950s, the legend goes that a young boy decided to disturb the graves. Uh, crazy kids. Come on. Nope. The very next night, he was struck and killed by a drunk driver. Dude. The driver was juju. never identified or caught. Because it was a ghost. Could have been. Bad juju. That dude. Don't you touch they, him. Those people are serious. Yeah. Like, do not do disturb not me. Do him. not move me. I do not want to be moved. We, they, they didn't have their last rites. So uh, they're waiting for it. Did it, has anybody gone to perform last rites? Not that I know of. Why not? Maybe. You should. Know, right. Oh, the Florida government then purchased the Hawkins farm in 1959 to prepare for interstate four. They decided then that the graves should be relocated. Alas, they never were. Oh, no. Due to time constraints and the age of the graves, they decided to build over them. No. Apparently, one of the engineers was even quoted saying, it's not an ancient Indian burial ground. They're just a few old bones. Oh, my gosh. Famous last words. Oh, were they? Were they famous? La what? No. So. Okay. He didn't die. But. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but those are just famous last words. Okay. Yeah. September 1960, all they did was pour dirt on top of the graves in order to raise the highway up. Ugh. 
at the same exact time they were doing this, Hurricane Donna was tearing up the southern region of Florida, and the path looked as if it was on its way to the Gulf of Mexico. Uh huh. However, it did a sudden turn, didn't it? Inexplicably, <laughs> it changed its course somehow. It's yep. very weird. And made its way up Florida to where Interstate 4 was being built. In fact, the eye of the hurricane supposedly passed directly over the old German grave site at midnight on September 10th, 1960. Dude. <laughs> the damage Hurricane Donna dealt delayed the construction of the highway for almost a month and caused millions of dollars of damage to many areas in central Florida. It also was the cause of many tragic deaths. So what I did, I wanted to show you because this was, I wanted to double check uh -huh. this. Okay. Yep. So here, I, I blew it up. Right. Interst uh, this is Interstate 4 right here. That was right, right, right. It was going this way. That It shows you 9, 10, 8 p.m., 9, 11, 2 a.m. That's right where. It for, yeah, it went right along. So the here's floor. a bigger it photo. It definitely of it. changed course. It changed course. It boomerangs. It boomeranged, yeah. So it, it, oh, that's crazy. So it enters through the southern tip of Florida. And then. It looked like it was going to go straight it, that way. Yeah. Right? It, it should have gone straight. Into the Gulf the, of Mexico. Straight into the Gulf. That would be a normal path for, you know, I grew up in Houston. I'm used to hurricanes and you know how they go, but it just boomerangs. The boomerang. That's, it doesn't usually do that. Usually once it enters the Gulf, it continues and it definitely, it, it touches the Southern tip of Florida and it's barely it in the around. Gulf, Yep. but then it boomerangs back to the Up Atlantic, which Central is crazy. Florida. It usually doesn't do that until it gets more into the Gulf. Wow coincidence that's crazy okay quick jump in time with an eerie thing another coincidence though okay okay in 2004 hurricane charlie took almost the exact same route that hurricane donna did Ooh. it had made its way over the graves again and even more creepier construction was again happening around the graves when the <gasps> hurricane passed over dude i'm like i i this <laughs> There's something about these road trip series. I keep hitting Nicole. So <laughs> you would have to wear like padding. <laughs> Thankfully, she's not like beating me up. No, they're gentle pads. But Charlie was referred to as the I-4 hurricane. Now, because yeah, it went right up the I-4. Now it went up the I-4. Yep. Oh, that's so crazy. Ooh, sorry, loud noise. You're all good. Now, I didn't tell you from the start. Okay. But this stretch of I-4 is known as the dead zone. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So obviously part of that was the graves, but I saved it because I wanted to give you the strange history of the area. This interstate area is known to have a high number of car accidents, electronic malfunctions, and ghost sightings. <gasps> Some claim it is the most haunted highway in the U.S. because of this. Dude. First. Uh-huh. On the first day I-4 was opened in 1963. Now, quick note, parts were completed and opened to the public in 1963, but the entire I-4 was not completely finished until 1965. So anybody looking this up, we, we know. you know, 63 yeah. <laughs> wasn't completely finished. But, but there were parts that were open. Was, yeah. yeah. Okay. A tractor trailer carrying frozen shrimp, lost control, and jackknifed directly above the old German graves. <gasps> the first day it opened. Dude. Dude. First day. Oh. Approximately 440 accidents happened at this specific area of oh I-4. Oh my god! Between 1999 and 2006. So oh a very small amount of area. God. 99 to 30. 2006. 440. 440. 
Holy bajolies, Nicole. Right? But it is believed that between 1,500 and 2,000 accidents have happened since the opening. That's just the <gasps> rough estimate. Oh, my gosh. So many people. Dudes, you could have moved, like, just, I don't know, 100 yards away from the bodies. Just, oh, my gosh. They left them alone, but they didn't. Now, I believe the dead zone nickname refers mostly to the electronic interference most drivers and truck drivers experience in this stretch of highway. Cell phones, radios, and CBs stop working. Some have even claimed to hear disembodied voices on the CBs, (laughs) such as someone asking, who's there or why? (laughs) But then when drivers try to respond, there is nobody on the other end. Oh, crazy. Some drivers have claimed to hear sounds of snarling or growling coming from their radios. (gasps) No, that's not good. What's crazy is that there supposedly there are no cell phone or radio antennas in that area. I didn't fact check this, but if I'm wrong, let me know. So it's even more mysterious, though, when strange where the strange sounds are coming from. So there's no antenna to bounce anything back. Yeah. So where's it coming from? Ooh. As far as the ghosties, people have claimed to see ghost cars, shadow people, ghostly apparitions of hitchhikers, thick fog that appears out of nowhere. Mm. It is close to a lake, but you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And even feeling cold spots. There are legends of seeing pioneer ghosts standing by the busy highway at night. <gasps> Some say they've witnessed unexplained balls of light that zigzag above the road. Some have reported seeing the ghostly apparition of a young woman in a flowing white dress or nightgown on the side of the road. Woman in white. Yep. Always. And what I really don't like. Oh, no. Some drivers stated an unseen force took control over their vehicles. (gasps) Nope. Nope. Don't like that. I don't like that. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. On weirdus.com, someone wrote in that they had two accidents in the middle of the dead zone. Two different accidents in two different months, and they won't be driving on the I-4 again. Yeah. <laughs> Another person. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. Another place, person claimed that there are limestone deposits. Oh, limestone. Close to the surface of the dead zone, which may account for all the weird radio and phone activity. But if they are limestone deposits, maybe that's keeping the poor family who passed away around. Yeah. So that's that dead zone. That's good yeah so here's that's a, good see we have a picture of it Yay. yeah so this is kind of that area there's a lake right yeah that's yeah, where yeah, the yeah. graves are supposed to be like right underneath right here oh. <laughs> <gasps> that's a good one florida we go to alabama alabama sweet home sweet oh my gosh <laughs> i missed that song cue my brain was stuck in like forrest gump i wasn't i wasn't in <laughs> Leonard. yeah Sweet home Alabama. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes. I had such a hard time choosing between two haunted roads in Alabama that I had a back and forth text with you. Yes, you did. To figure this out. Yes. Which one did you go with? So let me just say. Uh-huh. Highway 5 in Lynn, Alabama was a close contender. Let me oh, talk about it real quick. Okay. Okay. So many people wrote into alabamahauntedhouses.com with their personal stories of high five, Highway 5. So let me quick recount. I didn't want to just like leave this out because okay, it's okay. a close second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear this. The legend goes on a rainy night in Lynn, a teenage girl was driving back from prom with her boyfriend when they got into a big argument and she wanted him to stop the car and let her out. 
He complied and she started walking home when she was hit by an 18 wheeler. Oh no. Yeah. The driver left the scene of the crime and her body was found the next morning in a ditch. Now when truck drivers are on highway five, they see the girl either trying to climb the side of the truck to see if it was her killer or they feel her presence. (gasps) One of the personal. So this is like an urban legend. I was like, oh yeah, whatever. No, so many people wrote in. One of the personal stories says a trucker in front of them driving on highway five. So they're in a car, Uh huh. big trucks in front of them. Right. They're at night. Yes. It started swerving erratically and pulled over. They pulled over with him. And when he gets out of the truck, he said he had hit a girl. Oh. He was so intent that he hit a girl. They called 911. Uh-huh. They all came out. They couldn't find a body or indication that he hit anybody. <gasps> I got chills. I got chills. They're multiplying. <laughs> and I'm losing control. Oh. I'm losing control. My, oh God. my God. Isn't that creepy? That was a good one. See, so that's why I was like so torn, but yeah, I yeah, chose yeah. a good one, I think. I, okay. But onto the, the haunted road as I chose. Okay. It's called Jack Cole Road in Hayden. Jack Cole Road. Jack Cole Road. This is an unpaved road that is surrounded by a very dense forest off Highway 7 in Blount County. It's less than a half mile long. Again, very, very small. Very short. Yeah. yeah. But with a lot of history. <laughs> I tried to get a picture of it. I couldn't find a good one. This was from TikTok. So oh, nice. did. But it's a small little tiny yeah, road. Yeah. Okay. Every website I research claims that there have been at least 68 deaths on this road since 1890. Dude. Is it haunted by actual people or something else? Well, I don't know. You tell me. Because not, I have an idea because yeah. te- of the texting. But yeah. I'm excited. But okay. not only do people see and hear strange things, but some also claim to see a Bigfoot-like creature. <gasps> yes! <laughs> yes! Yes, 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 That's yes, That's why I chose it. It makes her happy. I, it does. I, I love Bigfoot. Yep. <laughs> the supposed history. Uh-huh. There was a hospital built on Jack Cole Road a long time ago, and sadly, a cholera outbreak happened in the hospital that killed many people in 1900. Supposedly, their spirits still linger on the road, and both travelers and residents have seen them. Dude. Then in the early 1900s, hunters in the woods stumbled across a cabin that looked uninhabited, but when they peeked inside... They found the mummified remains of a woman. No. No. Oh, no, 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 I no, no. I not want to touch that. No. Apparently, people believed she was a witch. Oh, my gosh. And that is why there's so much spookiness surrounding the road. But the cabin has since burned down. However, again. <laughs> of course. Yep. Legend goes that her spirit still haunts the area where her cabin once stood. Oh, man. Next, in the late 1960s, a local fruit grower farmer lived at the end of Jack Cole Road and was found brutally murdered with an axe. Dude! It was one of the most gruesome and disturbing murders the town of Hayden had ever witnessed, and there are no reports of ever finding the killer. Oh my gosh. It's the person, it's the same person that mummified the witch. They came back and then they... (laughs) hatcheted that guy taking care of all the people in that road no ooh 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 no (laughs) the following true story Uh is really creepy and I did stumble upon some actual articles okay okay James Spider Martin he goes by Spider was an American photographer known for his work documenting the American civil rights movement in 1965 and lived in Alabama okay 
You can look him up. Okay. He was praised for his work and his photographs were published in Life, Time, Saturday Evening Post, etc. However, tragically, on April 8th of 2003, he took his own life in Blount Springs. Oh, no. Yeah. Now, all paranormal sites claim it was in his home on Jack Cole <gasps> Road. He apparently uh-huh. claimed to have seen strange and unexplainable things inside his residence Dude. and felt the presence of something odd in the woods just a few days before his death. Dude. Dude. I don't like that. Right? Ooh, no, 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 no. <gasps> right? Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Now, I can't find any more about the Bigfoot-like creature found oh, on the road. Man. I know. Some just say they see a big, hairy, Bigfoot-like man along the road. Some say it's half wolf, half man. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I was like, I want more. No. It's a werewolf. It's a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Yep. People have claimed to see strange lights in the woods and even hear loud sounds that they can't explain. Lastly, uh-huh. this is another creepy true story. Okay. That I, I love those true stories. Yeah. The biggest mystery that has happened on this road that's been in the news in 2015. Ooh, ooh. Very recent. recent. Felicia Ann Weaver, who went by Lisa. Okay. She was living with her ex-husband and two older sons on Jack Cole Road as she suffered from COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Right. She required oxygen and assistance, and they were willing to take uh, help take care of her. Lisa and her ex got along just fine. They were more like actually best friends. Oh. So there good. wasn't any bad blood. Okay. okay. So she needed help. They were willing to help out. And she could barely get around on her own. Note mm-hmm. that. Okay. Okay. On Thursday, February 5th, 2015, a fire broke out in the house. Oh, no. No one was home except for most likely Lisa. As mentioned, she could barely get around without any assistance. And Lisa's car was still at the home. Mm. Her son, Michael, said he was texting with her that whole day up until 2.30 p.m. when he said he was on his way home. But he didn't receive a response. So that's when he got worried. And when he came home, the house was ablaze. Oh, my gosh. When firefighters put out the fire and searched the home, they did find the remains of the family's three dogs, but oh. no human remains. Where did Felicia go? They were 100% sure Lisa was not home when the fire broke out. Where did she go? Her car was there, yeah? And she was basically she immobile. Move. In the hours and days that followed, there were search parties for Lisa that involved cadaver dogs and helicopters. Lisa's daughter-in-law said she could barely walk 100 yards without having to stop and catch her breath. So everyone was baffled that she just disappeared. Her family believes she was either taken or left on her free will. But how? Yeah. They also believe she would have contacted someone to let them know she was okay. Yeah. After investigating the home, authorities weren't sure what sparked the blaze, but ruled out any accelerants. Oh, okay. So we don't know what happened. To this day, her missing case remains unsolved and a mystery. <gasps> Where did Lisa go? Where did Weaver Lisa go? go? Her name is Felicia, right? Yes. Bye, Felicia. Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. But Bye, man, Felicia. Lisa... Where is she? So I looked and looked. There's nothing updated about her case. She is just gone. How? Where? Jack Cole Road. 
Holy bajolies. There's something evil on that road, Nicole. Right? <gasps> something took her. Maybe it was that Bigfoot creature. It's the Bigfoot. The Bigfoot mummified the woman. <laughs> axe, axe murdered <laughs> the, the one dude. He did the axe murder anything and a stole Bigfoot. Felicia. Where'd she go? I don't know. It's like, and her family's worried about her. So no one, and, and none of the family was like, we didn't do anything with her. They're all gone. And they, the house was like, where is she? Lisa, if you're listening to this podcast, please drop us a line at the ominous titch at gmail.com. <laughs> please tell us where please. you are. Lisa, anyway. are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Lisa? Let us know. <sighs> oh Not my yet. gosh. That's crazy. But isn't that creepy? Like, all of that on Jack Hole Road. That is crazy. And it's not a big road. It's like a happened? tiny little less an, than an a mile, mile, right? Yep. <gasps> and there was a suicide, a mummification, uh, an a missing axe person, axe murder. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. So what is up with that road? That's why I chose that road. Ooh, we. What's, <laughs> what's up, up with that? that? What's, what's up, up with that? that? Yeah. Oh, that's, how it that's feels. a good one. That's. Yeah creepy we are not taking jack cole road on our road trip no i don't want to take that i'm yeah i can drive around it yeah no yeah okay we go on to mississippi though (gasps) mississippi mississippi (laughs) and all the haunted roads and bridges i've discussed so far Uh uh-huh i think i've only had one tale of devil worshiper cults but here we go with another oh sweet sassy here we go (laughs) all right we make our way to Waynesboro Shibuta Road, also known as Devil Worshipper Road. No! In Waynesboro, <laughs> Mississippi. This road's spookiness lends itself to the legend that there were sacrifices made by a satanic cult on this road. Oh, no. However, mm-hmm. most think it's due to the Goat Man. <gasps> goat Man, Goat Man, Fairy Mere, Quest of Seat. That's not the real song, it's Boat Man, <laughs> but. <laughs> Oh, that's a new song. I had to change it. Good job. Okay. Yes, Goatman. And he's not goat Krampus. Man. Okay. Goatman. Goatman. So the legend goes, once he was a local farmer uh-huh. who worshipped Satan and then eventually sold his soul to the devil for power. And alas, he was tricked and the devil turned him into the Goatman. Dude. People have Don't claimed- make bargains with the devil. No, he will always trick you. Yeah. Yeah. People who have claimed to see him state he's over seven feet tall. Oh, wow. Has furry legs, and an animal-like head with horns and glowing eyes. Uh, Apparently, he carries a pitchfork or an axe uh and appears and disappears on command. (gasps) Those who have seen him say he appears in front of their stalled car that intently stared at them. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm guessing he just like disappeared that. after that. I but don't like that. That's well, all we got. If he stares at you and leaves you alone, I guess that's okay. But no, no I'm peeing my pants. Yeah, I, that's I'm not... going to hide in my, my car. Yeah, I'm going to no. sink down. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sink down. No. Uh, if it's not the goat man's appearance that uh-huh. frightens drivers, some say just driving down the road, their car will shut down unexpectedly. No. Leaving them stranded. <gasps> Sometimes these stalled cars will experience the car shaking and some mm. even find unexplained handprints on their car. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Uh-uh. <laughs> on MississippiHauntedHouses.com, a few people rode in with their own experiences of lights Ooh. flickering, ominous feelings, headlights not working, and even someone put baby powder on the outside of their car because they didn't believe it, turned mm-hmm. it off and waited. 
Ugh. When they finally left and People. got out of the car, uh-huh. they saw handprints in the baby powder. <laughs> I was going to say bad words. No. <laughs> <laughs> kept it PG. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Why? Okay. People, do not tempt fate. I know we talk about tempting fate all the time <laughs> all here on the, the podcast. Time. And we have, you know, gone ghost hunting and stuff. But like, oh. Isn't that creepy? That's that's too over the top to go oh, seek it out like that oh my gosh yeah another road i think i'm gonna avoid yeah yeah no we're not gonna put baby powder all over our no, car i don't then... want to see goat man nope <laughs> no i'm good it reminds me too much of that that the ritual the movie that we saw. oh yes. yes yes that was creepy yeah no i'm good yeah tennessee <laughs> we're gonna go to tennessee now i was torn just like <laughs> alabama uh, i'm torn <laughs> I wanted to report on Drummond's Bridge uh-huh. in Briceville, Tennessee, but it's abandoned and not really used as a road per se. Oh, so, so be breaking your rules. I, yeah, so I didn't. Okay. But just know, because I couldn't <laughs> I'm leave not alone. doing this one, but just, but just know. know <laughs> <laughs> it's haunted by an actual historic ghost. <gasps> Who? Richard Dick Drummond. He was hung from the bridge for the alleged murder of soldier William Lafferty during the Coal Creek War in the 1890s. So if you want to take a jaunt, this place is very ominous and people do see and hear things from him. It's in the newspaper. Dick Drummond. Richard Dick Drummond. He's a very handsome man, too. But some say it was a skirmish between the soldier and a woman because he liked the ladies and ladies liked him. Some say it was the Cold Creek War and he uh-huh. just did it. But yeah, they basically murdered him because he, he killed, killed the soldier. The soldier. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to, one of the stories he was trying to defend the woman that the soldier was going after. I think after. so. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. he something about a lady, but yeah, he's there mm. apparently. It's creepy. Ooh, dick. Yeah. Okay. However. However. I'll we're not you. talking about him. No, we're not. No, we are not going to go into him. Okay. We're going to go to the Sensaba Tunnel in Kingsport. <gasps> a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are many websites that talk about how haunted this place is, but just like many other haunted roads, there's some obscure stories about why it's spooky. Okay. What we know. Okay. The tunnel was built in the early 1900s, and the land was owned by Edward Sensaba, but that's as much as we really know for sure. Okay. Okay. The first spooky version... Uh-huh. Is that a homeless man broke into the Sensabaugh family home, kidnapped the baby. Uh-huh. And when Mr. Sensabaugh chased the man into the nearby tunnel, he was unfortunately too late and the kidnapper drowned the baby. <gasps> Why? I don't know. Why would you go steal a baby to kill it? I don't know. He's that makes no sense. Mentally, mentally I thought we were going like Rumpelstiltskin here for a <laughs> second. Like, what's my name? <laughs> what's my name? <laughs> no. But the more popular legend, that was kind of in one little website, but the Mm -hmm. more popular legend is that Edward Sensabaugh went insane, just like every other story Uh, we've learned about, and decided to murder his entire family. Yay! (laughs) This included the newborn baby and tossed all of their bodies in the creek in the tunnel. I know. There are a few other legends too, like the woman who stalled driving through the tunnel and went to search for help, but was never seen again, right? Or another legend in that a young pregnant woman who was chased into the tunnel by who or what, no idea, but she apparently gave birth to her child before dying soon after. Mm. all these legends about babies, okay? Yeah. Why, um, why, why? Why well, do we have to throw babies into this? Because you hear babies crying. Is that it? Bingo! Oh. 
Many who have traveled through the tunnel hear phantom babies cries. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that either. Also, folklore warned travelers that if you drive through the tunnel, a ghostly woman will appear in your back seat. Ooh, Haunted Mansion again. Haunted Mansion. Others have claimed that if you drive into the tunnel, then park your car in the middle. Why? Don't Don't do do that. that. Again, (laughs) and turn off your engine. Of course. Yeah. You won't be able to turn the car back on and you'll need to push the car out of the tunnel manually before it will turn back on. Dude. I don't want to do that. No. Don't mess with my car. That's just dangerous even without tempting ghosts. Exactly. (laughs) Stupid. Yeah. It's pretty stupid. Visitors also report seeing unnatural shadows, ghosts, and even heard screams. Hmm. Even if it's not technically haunted, it is a place that is hard to drive through as it would only fit a medium-sized car and the tunnel is often flooded. Oh, so man. You probably don't want to go yeah, into it. Yeah, don't go into it. Yeah. Oh. But there are a lot of news reports about it. It's pretty creepy. Oh, okay. So we won't go there, but we'll go visit Dick, even though it's not really a road. I would go to the tunnel. Yeah, the, the bridge, I mean. The bridge. I would go yeah. to the bridge. All right, we're going to go on to our last state. Oh, okay. Episode, okay. We're going to Kentucky. Kentucky. We now travel to Louisville, Kentucky. <gasps> Louisville. Louisville. Where we visit a popular named road, Sleepy Hollow Road. Yay! <laughs> we needed to have one of those, yes, right? Yes, we do. Oh, look how pretty. That is such a pretty picture. Yeah. So all sides oh. joke, you won't see a headless horseman chasing yeah. <laughs> you through the night. However, you might just see a hearse chasing you instead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's more fun. That's more fun. Yep. This idyllic road during the day, as you saw. It's beautiful. Very quaint. It's with trees on either side of you. But at night, the mood quickly changes. I'm sure. But yes, there have been multiple reports that an old hearse will appear out of nowhere in the pitch black. Dude. Tailing innocent victims at crazy speeds. Oh. Jeepers Creepers. Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. It causes people to drive faster and either the car pulls around them and then they see the old hearse. Yeah. Or it runs drivers off the road. <gasps> What's scary is if you are run off the road being so dark, you never know if you'll find the safety in a large shoulder or drop 30 feet into an embankment. Dude. No, 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 no. That can happen. Yeah. No, 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 no. Scary, right? Yeah. Don't. No, 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 no. You let the guy pass. You slow down. You let the guy pass. Yeah. Just don't don't go into the embankment. Yeah. If it's a ghost car, he'll just drive through you. It's That's okay. True. You're not going to. Yeah, it won't hurt you. Yeah. Along this road, another infamous named spot holds spooky trouble. Cry Baby Bridge. <gasps> no, not another like... baby. <laughs> know, all of them, right? This like breaks my heart. I know. <sighs> the legend, which is commonly told, is that back when the bridge was made of wood centuries ago, it's now thankfully steel and concrete. They had pictures of it. Women would come to this bridge and throw their unwanted babies into the water. No. Oh, no. I know. That's so sad. Again, though, like you said, back then, women didn't have a lot of rights. They didn't have a lot of things. Like Didn't have choices. And if you can't afford to take care of a kid if that was, yeah. if you it wasn't may even not your... have even wanted to yes. conceive. Yeah. Exactly. It was forced upon you. Yes. <sighs> yep it's still heartbreaking it's very heartbreaking now on quiet nights under a full moon mm-hmm. travelers will hear wails of babies and or the cries of desperate mothers Aww. another so creep i know another creepy reoccurrence on this road some travelers claim to have lost time 
what? driving on this road. What? Yes, I love this. <gasps> I don't. No, 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 no. This is too much like the, I'm like shaking my hands. <laughs> this is too much like the, uh, the I, I hate that. Time where, portal. Yes. Oh, no. I don't want to get stuck in a time portal. We're in a time portal. Oh, no. How much How much time do well, they lose? not much. But okay. someone wrote into the Facebook page that uh-huh. is dedicated to Sleepy Hollow Road. It took them an hour to get to a highway where it should have only taken 10 minutes. Dude. While driving that road. How? Time portal. Time portal. Another one, this guy was like very honest. Like, yes, I drive really fast. So this guy was like, I drive almost like 70 miles an hour on that street when I know I shouldn't. Uh I drive a good car. Uh He wrote all this stuff down. And he said a quick trip on that road that should have taken five minutes at the speeds he was going Uh took about, he timed it, 15 minutes. So he gained 10 minutes somehow. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, but somehow there's a little time portal in there. No, 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 no. I don't like time portals. Sometimes <laughs> if you last like days, that would be creepy. You're driving and you're like, it's a Tuesday and you come out, it's like a Friday. No. Oh, that'd be so creepy. Let's I, go try it. No, I don't want to. No, I don't like that. So no. We don't have enough time as it is, right? Yes. I need more time, not, <laughs> not less. <laughs> Lastly. Okay. An area around Sleepy Hollow. This is not cool. Uh, has been known to have satanic rituals and devil no. worshippers. Most likely an actual cult. And that small area is known as Devil's Point. Uh. These rituals happened mostly in the 70s and 80s. Yes, they did happen. Mm-hmm. And people driving in this area would see bonfires and figures in dark robes. Another person chimed in about this on that Facebook page. Uh-huh. I grew up on a large farm at the top of the hill of 1694, also known as Sleepy Hollow. And yes, throughout the years, satanic chanting took place down the hill of our property. Dude. We could hear several in their chanting and it would go on for what seemed like hours, but I'm sure it wasn't. I hated having to ride the bus on the road every day. People were always having accidents through the curves. Dude. We raised goats. Oh, no. And would have goats goats. come up missing from their pen. Something I'll never forget. Oh, man. Creepy, right? Yes. Sleepy Hollow Road. Sleepy Hollow Road in Kentucky. In Kentucky. Wow. And that's where we leave off. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite road? It's so good. It's so good. Right? Um, oh my gosh. I don't know. My head is spinning with all the There's roads. There's so many roads, huh? We've we've gone for a long time. Well, the the Florida one is crazy. The I four. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. The dead zone. I think yeah. that's a tie between that one and Jack Cole Road in Alabama. Yeah, the missing people. There's so much stuff going on Jack Cole Road for such a tiny road. For such a small road, and Ugh. an actual true story of somebody missing in the last what ten years. Not yes, even. that's crazy. <gasps> Oh, Lisa, where are you? Yeah. We should make shirts. Lisa, where are you? Where are you? Please don't be like, I mean, it's been what, eight years and she wasn't really healthy. I'm yeah. sure she's not alive anymore. Sorry to say, but where did she go? I don't know. Sad, huh? Oh my gosh. And then what did, what did uh spider Martin see that like, that made him? Yeah. Not, you know, I mean, I'm sure that wasn't really a direct result of his suicide, but like, Maybe. We never know. Like, what did he see? I don't know. 
Wow. So there you go. Road tripping. Road tripping across the USA. <laughs> We're stopping in Kentucky. <laughs> Come jump in with us. <laughs> if we have not covered your state. We will. We will. But if you guys have a story that you want to add to our stories, we would love to add that. So. Yes. If we haven't hit your state or if we have hit your state and you want us to come back and visit it, then drop us a line at the at gmail.com. You can also go over to our page on Podbean. That is where we host our little podcast here, podbean.com and look up the ominous stitch podcast. You can also decide to become a patron. You don't have to, but we'd very much appreciate it. And it's just another way for us to connect with you and we will send you stuff. We will give you shout outs. We will give you special little things here and there. It's another way for us to connect with our wonderful community. Comment on all our socials. Send us things that you guys are making send us stories because we do want to do listener stories uh connect with us because we want to connect with you yes yes that was such a good story time i'm like i'm exhausted (laughs) (laughs) it's a long road trip huh? it is a long road trip but are we ready to go on another one for movie time oh yes let's do movie time (laughs) oh movie time This week's movie, Southbound. Southbound. Released in 2015. It got 5.9 stars. Hashtag Lisa, where are you? (laughs) I love it. All right. uh, Synopsis. Maybe she's in Southbound. Oh, no. We'll have to talk about the... Yeah. Five interlocking tales of terror follow the fates of a group of wary travelers who confront their worst nightmares and darkest secrets over one long night on a desolate stretch of desert highway. <laughs> what a movie. I've this never heard movie. of this movie. I know. She'd never heard of it. And she's like, okay, it's on theme. They're on a road trip. Yeah. And, you know, let's watch it. It's yeah, free. Let's it's watch free. it. Yeah. Never heard of it. Nope. I and turn- it even said like, oh, it's like kind of like Tales from the Crypt, which we loved. Remember? Yeah, we love Tales from. Yeah. But Tales from a Crypt is tongue in cheek and funny. yes it was southbound was not not. i think it took itself too seriously yeah it it did it took itself too seriously first of all it's confusing like the movie starts and i'm like what is going on with these people i don't understand the first story and then it just ends really quick yeah and at that that point at that point i didn't know that it these stories yeah yeah yeah. I just I was like why is this movie starting in the middle of it and then I texted Nicole like what is going on with this movie (laughs) and she's like oh they're they you know these stories interlock and they kind of come back and then you kind of start following the thread and you're like okay I guess they do interlock kind of yeah kind of very loosely it's more like they're kind of passing each other and you like some people are involved in other people's stories right but especially um, at the end, like it, it comes for full circle. Yeah, it comes back full circle. But I don't know. I think you after reading about it, because I was like, let me read about this. Maybe they'll make it better. Uh huh. <laughs> there are some things about it that I think you really do. If you do watch this movie. Yeah. You've got to watch it closely. OK, because I was crocheting. So I may yes. have missed some things. <laughs> I was working <laughs> lunch break working. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, I was I was trying to do a bunch of things all at once, trying to finish this movie in time for <laughs> and I was like, this is weird. Spoiler alert, like you were saying, there's five stories. The the re- I'm gonna jump straight to this. Okay. The reason why this is so weird and all this going on, 
the the whole theory is that they're in purgatory. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Like, that's what it felt like. Yes. Because the weird creatures. Some people are like, I want to be here. Other people are yeah. like, we work here and yes. we make these things happen. And yes. so to me, it's kind of like, okay, <laughs> go with me on this. Okay. So it, it's like the good place, right? Have oh, you seen the yes. good place? I love the right? Good place. The good place. Yep. And they kind of modify without giving anything away, but I'm giving things away. That's fine. They modify hell into a type of purgatory where mm. you keep repeating things until you learn life's lessons and then you get to then go get to, to heaven. Go. Yes. Yeah. You choose a different path. You choose a different path. Right. And so it's sort of like that because some people are, are working there mm-hmm. to get the people to get all those demons. Yeah. All these demons are there <sighs> to get people Weird. to understand their fate and the choices that they make. And this is what you deserve. Right. There are right. some people that choose to continue to live in purgatory. Mm-hmm. Like the sister, the, the sister chooses to live there. The guy from the first story, I think his name was Mitch. I don't remember his name. Okay. But yeah, there was a guy in the, the first. The bigger one or the, the taller one? The, the bigger one. The bigger one. Yeah. yeah. The one with his daughter like, that probably yes, most yes. likely got raped and murdered or something. Yes. and he, Which we don't know. We don't know what happened to his daughter. But we know something bad. But we bad. know something bad happened to his daughter because right. that led him to make the choices that he made. Right. Which you find out. At the end. At the end. Mm-hmm. And he chooses to stay there. Like he's like, I'm not trying to leave. This is where I, I need to be. I belong here. Mm-hmm. And you find out that the people that are choosing to be there know that they made mistakes. They killed people. Right. There are people that are like, that don't want to face up to the fact that they killed people. So then they wind up having to face mm-hmm. their own kind of demise or outcomes you know they pay for their mistakes we'll do it that way and then there's there's the one guy who's like i don't deserve this and he got to leave which one the surgery guy yeah you kind of skipped that story you're like i don't want to watch this oh no i've seen it i've seen (laughs) it now he did leave you're right you're right yeah he got got to to leave because he's like it was it's not my fault it was dark and i tried to do the right thing right he tried to help. He tried to help. Oh, I hate that one. Yeah. That was a terrible one. Yeah. Um, it's pretty gory. Okay. So my, my beef with this. Yeah. The girls. That's a story with the girls. Yeah. That drank the cool, ate the, ate the meat. Ate the beast. Right. Yeah. What did they do that was so bad? Like the, the, the uh, obviously they're like entailing that their friend died and that if she wasn't doing some guy, she wouldn't have left. That's stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. That was not her fault. It's that not girl, her fault chose to leave she has a little guilt over it but that shouldn't be like I yeah don't, she shouldn't but all three of them fault. didn't do it. the other two girls didn't do anything yeah so why are the other two why are they being stuck forced in- to <laughs> join the cult or right? whatever the that weird double yeah. cult like yeah that was that one didn't make sense to be in purgatory yeah well they had a choice and they chose to eat the eat meat the food yeah and and the the one band leader was like she didn't eat. she didn't eat she didn't want to follow yeah them how she didn't want to go she, home with she them. was very so sure. she was very yeah. the voice of reason right was like so what happens these girls their van breaks down as they're trying to leave this town they're like a band they're they're gonna go perform yeah they're gonna go perform and so they're they break down and they're waiting on the side of the road for, you know, help. And the thing is, is that they don't have GPS signals where they are. 
They uh, can't in the middle get, of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, nobody can't get by. signals. Nobody comes by. Somebody does come by eventually, and it's a creepy couple. It's a creepy, creepy, creepy couple. And the one girl is like, uh, "Yeah, no, we're not no, we're going good. with we're you. We're here. we're staying here. We're good." And yeah. the other two girls are like, "No, let's go with them. That's let's true. you know, you know." So they're making choices to, to quote unquote drink the Kool Aid. But they were making choices based on sanity, I thought. Like, okay, if I were in that situation, maybe there is a town next to their house. Maybe there is somebody that would help. Maybe, like, they're just relying on, like, maybe there's... But are they listening to the vibes that they're getting? Like, you've got to listen to your vibes. Yeah, your intuition. They were very creepy. Yeah, they were very creepy. (laughs) Would you have gotten into the car with them? No. There's no way. I've got I would have been everything like, here in my van. I would have been like, like she said, I'm good. Can you please, you know, if you go into town, just please send somebody yes, my way. Yeah. Call, you know, have have a tow, a truck, tow truck come. Truck. Yeah. Because, yeah, that girl was right. She's like, we we sleep in her van all the time. We've got everything here. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That one was weird. Yeah. The one I hated, obviously, was the middle one. The surgery? Yeah. I yeah. had to fast forward. Yeah, you did. I I'm hate like, gore. I, yeah. I hate gore. I'm sorry. Ugh. You can have a horror movie without gore, everybody. You can. And it was just like one moment of gore. I mean, uh, there's a lot of... She was bleeding. Her uh, leg like broke off. Yeah, Ugh. her leg broke off and dangled. <laughs> I didn't and, like that. Yeah. That poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty gruesome. Her her death was unfortunate and pretty gruesome. Yeah. But it was an interesting tale, the way that like they walked him through everything and like yeah, he was very trusting. Yeah. yeah. Well, cuz he thought he was calling 911. Very true. He thought he was getting help. Yeah. And no one was there. Yeah. What kind of hospital has nobody there? Right? Purgatory. Purgatory. Yeah. And the and the, the the graphics of everything was pretty cool. I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, it, it obviously didn't look real, but you have these floating like death creatures. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, that was kind of neat. You know, but yeah, what a weird movie. I'm <laughs> <laughs> still like, what? Yeah, it was weird. I didn't really like it while I was watching it, but the more I kind of think about it, I'm like, eh, yeah, it's better than what I initially thought. But I'm sure if I go back and watch it now, I'll probably be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I said so I researched it and and it actually got pretty like good reviews when it first came out they're like people actually were like oh it's as fun like an homage horror movie and you know the way they made it and I was like oh okay uh, sure whatever I I think it for me it was lacking the tongue in cheek sure the beginning was though I love that when they kept driving yeah and they end up back at the diner yeah yeah like, yeah what the and they do it again yeah and she's like out there smoking <laughs> yeah, like she's like that was funny when because they first came in to the diner and she's like you have to buy something yeah you have, you have to, to be a be customer. customer or whatever and then she's like y'all come back now <laughs> <laughs> I love it. that was funny that was cute that was the best part and then it got weird yeah, yeah. <laughs> it got weird. got weird well how many stitches would you give this movie mm, i don't know i probably won't watch it again but it was okay, okay. so uh we'll say like a four-ish maybe three seven i love <laughs> your seven, averages five. <laughs> three and three quarters three and three quarters yeah i give it that too yeah that's yeah, because it's like jeepers creepers was good in that like in that little area of stitches so but more than i think it, i i would watch jeepers creepers yes over, over this yeah, one me too. again yeah yeah so yeah three three and three and three quarters stitches is good how would you stitch that i don't know but that's fun 
half double. It's yeah. like a half double crochet in there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh man. Well, we've reached the end of another amazing episode. That was fun. We're at the end of the road. End of, ooh, <laughs> dead end. Dead end. Oh, <laughs> uh, another movie. Oh man. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please let us know. Comment on our socials. Email us at the at gmail.com. I think I've done all the plugs like three times now. You did. Oh, okay. Let us know if you made a, what is it called? I'm sorry. The stitch we did today. Oh, we did mosaic Mosaic. crochet. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys have done any mosaic crochet, please send us pictures. We want to see what you guys are doing. Please. Or if there's anything that you've made that you would like to see us try. Ooh, yeah. (laughs) The challenge has been issued. Send it out and we will try to recreate it. That'll be fun. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be fun. I think that would be so fun. That's a fun challenge. That's a good challenge. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank and you. we will see you on the road yes. in our next episode because we've got more We're states still to cover. Driving. We're still driving. Woo-hoo. Until then, we'll see you, Stitchers. Uh-huh.